Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hi, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm David Harvey. I'm a Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'm wanting to talk to you about official interest rates. And I guess they're a bit of a hot topic in the paper these days, aren't they? And uh, wasn't too sure whether to talk to you about Wall Street and the, uh, the the banks and the banking system or official interest rates. But I think they're sort of intermingled in some ways. But in the end, I settled for official interest rates because I think there's uh, some things there that I can bring to your attention. And uh, perhaps we can talk about the, the banking sector and that sort of thing at a, at a later time. But anyway, there's sort of a lot of speculation, isn't there, at the moment about whether if the uh, RBA is going to be putting up our official rates. At the, at the moment, they're at all-time lows at uh, 3%, and uh, what they're talk, thinking about is actually raising that in the near future. Some people are saying that this might happen as early as October, and others are sort of pushing it out to maybe early next year, perhaps uh, perhaps in February. For me, I suspect it might be the latter, but nonetheless, let's, let's just see how it all unfolds. But in terms of where we sit in a world sense, um, that our official rate of 3% compares with about 1% in Europe and about half a percent in the UK. And what do you know, but uh, the US and together with Canada and Japan are pretty close to zero. So that sort of gives you an indication of how those economies are running. So what it's saying at the moment is that Australia in a relative sense is certainly doing a lot better than many of the other countries around the world or many of the economies. And I think that that is because we've had a large dependence on resource stocks over the last um, decade, and that's enabled us actually to put a lot of money in the bank. I don't know whether it was all put away in anticipation of something like this, but I think uh, Peter Costello was always one who wanted to put a bit more money away, but that wasn't to be the case. But as it is, um, we seem to be weathering the storm reasonably well, and I would say so far. I think that we're not through this yet. Although in the papers that uh, you might start to read that Australia has avoided recession, technically we haven't even entered recession. But I suspect when you look at the amount of uh, employment that there is around Australia, that that's even though the unemployment rate is holding fairly steady, that the utilisation of those resources has dropped quite substantially. In other words, the working hours has dropped down quite substantially for those who do have a job. And so that's, that's, that's of uh, concern as we move forward. And I think that's, that's the big thing for Australia is just really, I suppose you might like to refer it as a sort of like a hidden unemployment rate uh, because people are actually employed but they're being underutilised and therefore being paid less than they might have actually otherwise had at their disposal in the past. So it's a bit, a bit akin or analogous to, uh, in, I guess, in the office uh, market where you'll have um, at the moment that many of the institutions would be reporting that their offices are fairly full. But the fact of the matter is that there's a lot of hidden vacancy because some of the businesses can't fully utilise the space that they're renting from the institution. And so it means then that when things pick up, the first thing that has to happen, of course, is that that slack has to be taken up. And the same thing in the economy, that uh, as the economy improves, I mean, uh, Swan is trying to say, well, as soon as the economy improves, that there'll be improvement in the employment rate. But I'd suggest that that may not come through for uh, some time yet. And maybe the, the, the effects on unemployment won't really be felt until towards the end of next year. And I think that the other thing that papers aren't saying is that we really need to see some uh, GDP growth, real GDP growth, more like 3% than what we're getting at the moment, which is being reported at around half or 1%. Because when you're getting around those sort of levels, that you're really only just just uh, getting through. And what they do need is about 
say, 3% before we can start, that before the confidence is there, for businesses to start employing again or, or full utilisation. So I think that this is all going to take a little while to work through. And this is probably another reason why I think that the RBA will, in the end, delay increasing the official interest rate, because as soon as they start increasing that official interest rate, it'll actually then have an impact on the real GDP growth. And that's not what the Australian economy needs at the moment. They need still to have that, to see the real GDP in a more sustainable fashion. And I would think that uh, the RBA would have to wait until at least early next year to get an indication as to whether the economy can actually stand on its own after the uh, the government stimulation is pulled back a bit. So I think that there are a number of reasons why I think, don't think that'll happen. And I think that when the official interest rates do go up, my, I suspect that those interest rates are probably going to go up more slowly than perhaps the papers might might indicate. Because until we start to get up to, say, 2 to 3% for real GDP growth, the uh, no one's going to want to slow the economy down. Uh, because then there isn't really a great uh, inflationary pressure at that stage. But then I guess that then brings me around to that first point that I was talking about and Obama what, talking to the, uh, the bankers on Wall Street. And because of what the bankers on Wall Street have done, uh, it, it's meant that the, the Americans or the US Treasury has had to print enormous amounts of money. And so ultimately, we just don't really know how that's going to pan out. Is that going to cause inflation? Or ultimately, some people are saying that could even cause some, defla- some deflationary pressure. But look, you know, this has all got to work its way through. And uh, therefore, I think that there's not going to be any quick move out of this that we're going to take probably one to two years before we Australia really gets out of the woods. And uh, so therefore, I think just you need to, there's no, I don't think there's any need uh, to panic. But nonetheless, that I think it's it's really the time to uh, just put yourself on a on a cautious setting and uh, get yourself prepared for, I, I suspect that it could be that Australia could in fact move into recession, but maybe it might take the end of this year or early next year before that comes through officially. And then after that, of course, then we have to work through it. And uh, that might take, say, another year. But look, you know, we've just got to batten down and uh, and get on with it, really. I, I, I don't subscribe to the theory that uh, or recommend that anyone out there would uh, just simply go out there and spend all their money to in order to stimulate the economy, because that's really what the governments want us to do. I think you've just got to be prudent. You still you don't want to cut back too severely, because that's what happened in Japan in the 80s, that everyone suddenly stopped spending, and that economy has been locked in a sort of a low growth phase for the last, um, what, 20 years. So we don't want that for Australia. So people have got to keep spending, not cut it back to zero. <laughs> so I think uh, it's just got to be, uh, just be cautious and uh, keep doing what you're doing, but maybe just be uh, prudent in the way that you spend your money. But anyway, that's just uh, some thoughts for you. And I hope that you uh, have a great week. This is David Harvey signing off from Talking Wealth. And I look forward to catching you next time. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Share Trade.